No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast can take mature content. The few simple expressed by the host are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, the Smack and Raw podcast. I am your host, the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter, and I am here today with my co-host. Of course, she is host of the Sheely Showcase, Inside the Mind Up, In the Crowd, and Story Time with Miss Katie Kinsey Bay Bay. He Hi. is the Pornhub Poppy. Sultan of Spitter Swallow, Daddy Delgado, my friend Vince. So, guys. And making her debut with us today. She is a wrestling fan. She is a content creator and the woman, no pun intended, behind my favorite part of the week, Wagon Wednesdays. It's Danny <laughs> Lee. Danny, how you doing? I'm good. I'm nervous as hell. Um, yeah, I've decided to be completely honest about my wrestling opinions today, which is a rarity because I'm always afraid of backlash. So I'm nervous, but I'm ready. <laughs> we don't king shame or judge when it comes to wrestling or anything else around here. So you'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, unless it's Vince. We judge Vince a lot. But it, that's, Oh, yeah. That's he gets judged every day. To be fair, you guys don't like a lot of the things I enjoy. So that's kind of why. But <laughs> it'd be what it'd be. So we kicked off 2023 uh, with Willow, which was a great episode. We had a blast with her, and I wanted to do the same thing for 2024. And when I was kind of figuring out how I wanted to do that, I actually came across a post from Danny where she had talked about how she was trying to create a space for women in the IWC that was a, a safer space and how immediately she was attacked uh, and shown exactly why we need this for women. And one of the things that I've always prided myself about with the Smack and Raw podcast, outside of the fact that we're the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, uh, is that I've tried to use this platform to advocate for the things that are important to me. You know, we we did a lot for Black Lives Matter, including the stuff with TC and Reek over at Young Kings Wrestling. Love those guys. They're selling those Black Lives Matter t-shirts with all those proceeds going to a good cause. NWO style, you guys can still go get those at YKWrestling.com. Uh, we did... The pro wrestling pro choice t shirts, um, after Roe versus Wade got knocked down with all those proceeds going to Women's Reproductive Rights Assistance Project. Um, we've advocated for LGBTQ. Katie is our bisexual representative on the show. Um, all of these things have been important, and also we support sex work. So, that as well as having a woman who is in sex work who is dealing with the troubles because Katie's talked about what a pain in the ass it is to be a woman in the IWC period. Um, Danny, tell, tell us a little bit about how that's been going for you and that whole situation. Um, well, it's complicated because it involves a lot of um, in-person stuff too. I guess the main thing is you have to come to terms of, of being a female wrestling fan is that you'll never be taken seriously 
there's so many men that are like, oh, if only submit more women watch wrestling, I would love to have a woman watch wrestling with me, but they never take women seriously. So even like, like a lot of trouble with me on the independent scene is I would travel to shows alone and girl, and they would just assume, oh, here's this girl traveling to a wrestling show alone. She must want to like hook up. Right. And it's like, I just really like wrestling. It's my happy place. So that's led to trouble. And it's kind of the same thing online, like basically being constantly accused of uh pretending to like wrestling that i'm not a real fan women always face it like you just think this person's attractive or this person but i'm actually more attracted to females physically which not a lot of people know anyways but just as a woman um which i'm sure a lot of sports fans in general female sports fans probably relate we're never taken seriously. I can say something and then so many men will just reword what I said to explain it back to me because heaven forbid I be right about something or I actually know something about wrestling. So I kind of just don't even talk about how passionate I am about wrestling because it gets so much hate and let alone if I ever speak of a personal experience that happened to me by someone that people at home may know oh just get attacked 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 attack i don't even have like a post up for 10 minutes before i'm just like crying in my room alone so i mean it's hard and it's just coming to the fact that like no one will ever take me seriously and that's why i when i came when i told you before we went live that i'm going to be honest about my wrestling opinions today it's because no one really cares what my opinions are. When pe when men ask me, what do I think about this or that? They're just waiting to tell me what they think about it. They want to see if I agree with them. It's all about them. No one really cares about what female wrestling fans really have to say. So I came to terms with it. So now I'm just going to say whatever because it doesn't matter. Well, on the bright side, here, we do care. The whole reason yeah. I brought you on was specifically so that you could have your voice, you could talk about wrestling in an environment where that's not going to happen. And Katie and Willow and a bunch of women uh, that we've had on can attest to the fact that we are here specifically for that reason. So you don't have to worry about that today. Whatever your wrestling opinions are, I mean, I shed on Matt Riddle for how long until he finally left WWE? Uh, as long as he started in the company, probably. Pretty much. So, so like, <laughs> opinions are opinions to each and every one their own. And uh, I, I can't wait to hear yours. Um, Katie, news and rumors. Yo. Yeah. Um, so, over the weekend, uh, see, it's kind of hard because, like, we weren't here for two weeks. But, like, I was doing my show. So, like, if timelines are weird, fuck off. I'm doing my best. Um. Your girl Shotzi got married in Vegas uh, and then proceeded to wrestle in a match later that night in her wedding dress. Gangster. And she looked beautiful and happy for her. She always looks beautiful. And no, that was that was that really was cool. They did that whole video where she's like, oh, shit, I got to go. And then she runs, even though it was a, obviously it was a different dress so that she could wrestle it in. Well, yeah. Wrestling out there, same night, live show. I, I loved everything I saw from it. All the clips on Instagram and shit was great. Like, she got to get married to someone she loves and then do something she loves right after. Who doesn't love that? Beautiful. Love it. Um, 
Andrade is now done with AEW. He made a nice little, <laughs> nice little post. Uh, didn't shit on anyone. He was kind of just being like, I enjoyed my time. These are the people I enjoyed. Gave a shout out to all the Latinos. And then, you know, now he's just chilling with Charlotte because Charlotte just had her knee surgery. Helping her recover. Will he show back in WWE? Probably. At some point. I really need him to show up. I don't care when, but I need him to show up on SmackDown because all my fine Latinos are on SmackDown. And... Regardless of if he joins the faction or not, he's going to be joining more fine Latinos. So it's just like a cornucopia of fine Latinos, just all wrapped up in a nice, neatly tight. You, you don't, don't want to. You don't want to spread them around like raw. Yeah, or... I was thinking like maybe not group them just with the fine Latinos because he's proved himself as a storyteller and a great character at this point. You put him on Raw because he doesn't need to be. That's what's going to happen if he goes to SmackDown. Like even if they don't start out that way, it will. It will just merge that way. But you don't want that. You want to be separate. You need. I see that. I can see that. Uh, I do really want to see him back with Selena, though, whenever he does come back. It doesn't have to be right away, but at some point, I do want that to be rekindled. I mean, also, his uh, his wife, fiance, they're married. Yeah, wife. Charlotte is on SmackDown, too. So, like, it it, it makes sense to have him on SmackDown. There's, There's reasons, but I have, you know personal biases you're just trying to start an entire latino wrestling division on smackdown and have them listen over. it's going to be listen lwo yeah. versus lwo wolf pack where, where does andrade fall wherever selena's allegiance is a lie you know that, that's the original the, lwo yeah yeah you bring up lola vice to pair them up with the you know the now, lola, lola vice got some beef with LWO, she was not excited when they came down. Electra was. Lola was like, I don't know these people. That's because Electra got left behind and she just missed her friends. <laughs> I mean, understandable. I get it. No, Lola was uh, commenting underneath posts of uh, Santos' stuff. So, you know, maybe she wants that. I don't know. But they can keep Dom over on Raw because I need a reason to watch Raw and Dom's right there. Then you get Damian Priest. You know, you got some fine Latinos. That's true. Like, you make good points. Yeah. Bad Bunny can show up on Raw. You know, give me all the fine Latinos. <laughs> all right, Katie, what else you got? Latinos. Um, Raquel Rodriguez. I take a screenshot because I didn't write it down. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez revealed on Instagram that she has been diagnosed with mast cell activation syndrome. It's basically when your eczema gets progressively worse. And that started back in December of... 2022-ish. Um, so she had a lot of redness, swelling. It kept her from going to the gym and traveling and wrestling. So she's kind of just trying to work through that. That's also why we probably didn't see her a lot last year, which makes a lot of sense. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. That just sounds awful. And I hope she can figure that out and get better. You know, that... Regardless of uh, whether or not Vince claims Raquel, uh, you don't want to see anyone <laughs> sick or diseased. No, or, you no, know, going through stuff like that. No, you don't. We don't wish ill intent on other people. I may not claim her like like Matt says, but you know, hopefully she gets a speedy recovery and can get back into the ring. Can at least figure it out and like help calm it down because like, yeah. we saw her a little bit at the end of last year, but not a ton. Yeah. Well, I'm sure being on the road and stress makes any condition worse. So, oh, yeah. 
probably good for her to take some time. Yeah, just like stay at home, figure it out. It's like the same thing with wrestlers who keep wrestling when they're injured. Like, no, take the time, go home, figure it out, and then come back. Go to Bushi. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> with your broken ankles. <laughs> Plural. Both. You broke both in a match. It was an awful thing. I didn't write it down because I knew Matt didn't want to talk about it because it's New Japan. <laughs> I mean, you can talk about New Japan. I mean, that was basically... I don't stop you from talking about match. New Japan. I just... I don't watch New <laughs> Japan and I have no... I don't either. That's all. Um, I just heard about it. <laughs> I know you talked about it. I guess we kind of have to address the Jericho situation. Yeah, that was going to be next on my list. Yeah. Um, so this whole thing is a shit show. Um, yeah. Nick Houseman makes a statement after going back and forth with Jericho that there are some stories about Jericho that when they come to light are not going to look so good. And, you know, compares him to Harvey Weinstein. And then somebody comes out and mentions Kylie Ray and kind of outs her and she likes it. And it's been a whole back and forth thing with, People attacking Jericho and people attacking Houseman. And the way I look yeah. at it is if Jericho did any of the stuff that he is accused of, then he needs to be held accountable for that. I yeah. also agree with the side that you should not be. Well, I don't think, I mean, he just said that there are stories out there. Somebody then went mm -hmm. in the comments and commented and put Kylie Ray's name in it without probably clearing it with her first, which is fucked up. And you should never out somebody or put them out there. That is their story to tell. It is not yours and it should not be done for cloud. However, I don't feel like because Nick didn't specifically say anything. He just said, there are stories, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. Um, still, you, you don't ever want to do that to a victim. Um, there's a reason why, and there are a lot of reasons why some of which not being taken seriously, not being believed which we talked about a little bit at the beginning of the show, where a lot of the reasons why victims don't come forward early on, why it takes a while until someone is brave enough to do so, and then you feel comfortable because someone else has things like that. So um, victim shaming, victim blaming, all this stuff is a big risk in this situation as it is, especially with somebody as popular and famous as Jericho. Um, I, it's a shitty situation all around for everybody. Yeah. 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 I also don't like Nick Houseman as a person, but that's just me. So Yeah, no. I have my yeah. own reasons, but I just don't like him. Um last two things I have, very simple. Um, we have a date for Vengeance Day, which will be February fourth in Tennessee. Obviously, that's Will's territory. Speak of the devil. Road trip to Tennessee. Uh, I think it's at Clarksville, Tennessee. I don't necessarily remember. I just wrote Tennessee. Uh, Will will be there. Um, <laughs> and then we got a weekend in Canada for Money in the Bank. So Money in the Bank will be Saturday, July 6th. And then NXT Heat Wave will be that following Sunday, so the 7th. Toronto, mm -hmm. Canada. <laughs> I won't be there either. I don't have a passport, but... I'm glad that they're continuously doing pay-per-views not in the United States because go other places. We're not cool anymore. Go go somewhere else. 
It's bittersweet. Because <laughs> <laughs> you miss out, but also it's but great for everyone. To have that enjoyment. Like, is it very selfish of me to go to like five pay-per-views a year? Yes. Is it selfish of me to be sad that I'm not going to easily be able to go to five pay-per-views a year? Yeah. But I'm also very happy that those people that don't even get to experience one in a lifetime now have that opportunity. So it's bittersweet. Yeah. I like mean, Paris. I, Paris is getting backlash. Like, that's crazy. Puerto Rico and I'm just jealous of you and Katie going to all these shows. Hey, now. <laughs> How many shows did you go know. to last year, Katie? Um, let's see. Off the top of my head. Paybacks, which was a mistake. <laughs> Five or six. See, you're right there with Danny. Five or six shows. I, you know what? Vince I, tried to drag me out repeatedly, and I couldn't. Every single because I just they bought a house. They all were reviews, and, though. I will say, I just want to specify. I think my shows a show. My my body count for shows was pretty high up this year too, because it started with Raw. The then I had a SmackDown. I had Collision, the first Collision. Then I went to Survivor Series. So that's like what four, eight four. Four shows? Okay. I, I bought a new house and had to fix it up. So you I also didn't have a any shows. Like <laughs> Listen, Zoe, oh, here here's the thing. The lovely thing about me and my wife is my wife does not like going to live shows because she doesn't like watching wrestling without commentary. Mm -hmm. So we've we've gone to pay-per-view. She just doesn't like being there and watching it live without the commentary, which means until Zoe is old enough to come with me and stay up late enough. I can go to shows, and Kate's fine staying home and hanging out with Zoe for the most part. Um, so it, it works out that way. I just I couldn't make the money work because I redid a bathroom and put in new garage doors and all Man. sorts of shit. Man, I, I told you this last year, and I'm telling you this again. Get your priorities straight, man. Come on, get to these wrestling shows. <laughs> Forget about your house. Forget about being a productive adult. Go to wrestling shows. Yeah, yeah. I could have not rebuilt the bathroom and exactly. saw CM Punk or hug, grab CM Punk's titty with you, right? I, I cuffed his titty. Yes, yes. But didn't you fully, you full on grab Sami Zayn's? Like, you need I, got, I got nipple. There, I got nipple. I got nipple. You were grabbing a lot worse. of titty at Survivor. Listen, series. listen. I almost had Randy too. I was trying to get like a whole. You know, group of them. Now, you know. those are some nice titties. Ooh, Randy yes. Orton has some very nice titties. Randy yeah. Orton came back jacked and looking like a snack. I say this every week. <laughs> yeah, I, I've always had a thing about his legs, like, and not even in a sexual way. I don't even know what you want to do with this information, but I just want him to, like, brush me with his thighs. That's all I think about every time he comes out. I noticed, I he, had, I knew, I noticed he had giant thighs when I started playing wrestling video games and they would make giant thighs on him and that's when I started to pay attention. And ever since then, legs. I've liked thighs so much. Yeah. So, so shout out to Randy Orton. And his legs. Shout out to Randy Orton. Uh -huh. And his legs. <laughs> and his legs. Uh, <laughs> anything else, Katie? No, that's all I had. Unless there's something well, else I missed that happened today. Uh, not today, but you did not mention that Dolph Ziggler is officially over in New Japan. <laughs> I uh, Ziggles. The other guy you don't like is over there too. No, the we ain't gotta guy. talk about him. Oh yeah. Now listen, <laughs> he is in Japan where he, you know, cool, do your thing over there. We we don't 
We did hashtag Ritter over Riddle last year. That was the end of it. He's gone. He's done. We don't. We don't need to mention him. And his vid compared to the badass Evil Dead tribute video that Nick Nemeth dropped, uh, popping heads with super kicks and all that, to the very generic thing that we got from Mister Riddle to announce himself in New Japan. Not comparable. Not comparable. Yeah. Um. That just reminded me. I did see something yesterday uh, that supposedly that Naomi is going to be wrapping up with Impact at the end of January, leading leading to speculation that maybe she could show up at the Rumble. So she could be making her way back to WWE, not just Sasha Banks being a free agent, but Naomi could be a free agent Trinity. You know, she maybe she comes back. See, I keep seeing stuff about this, and I didn't say it specifically because it is rumored, and I think WWE and TNA are trying to work out some type of fucking deal, because TNA is now calling their pay-per-views PLEs, uh, and WWE is doing something TNA-ish related, I can't remember off the top of my head, but like, I smell it, I see what y'all are doing, I'm not stupid, Mickey James came over, Mm-hmm. As knockouts champion, have like the WWE, the YouTube like WWE awesome show with like talk about the figures, and they always have Matt Cardona and Brian Myers on there, and they put TNA superstar underneath their names. So I feel like that yeah. means something. Yeah, the I mean, there. honestly, that's what that's what's so great about the the Triple H regime is that we're hearing rumblings of like cross brand promotional stuff. Like there's TNA. I also heard maybe New Japan, maybe Stardom as well. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, Mexican. Okay. Sorry, um, cat. Back in the nineties, Vince kind of helped fund and support ECW a little bit during the whole Monday Night Wars against WCW. This could be Triple H's version of that, helping kind of support and do some things with TNA. Yeah. While dealing with the, you know, back and forth with AEW. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm interested. I'll see. I'd like TNA to stay TNA, though. I, I don't want WWE to buy them out because, no. again, it's no. great to have places for people to go, and I'd like them to keep their identity and do what they've been doing. Like, that whole rebranding thing back to TNA that they dropped, that was fucking fantastic, and that got me more hyped for anything in TNA than I had really ever been. The package was phenomenal. No pun intended. AJ Styles. Endeavor bought that's, streaming rights to TNA that's, Plus. That's why they changed PLE rights. I literally forgot that happened. That only happened like a month ago. So, great. Yeah, Vince, it's 2024 and you still have not gotten topless for us. He doesn't specify me. He could be talking about you. We No, no, no. Yeah, we but I got well topless you. in 2023. He's done shows topless. I'm legally not allowed to, nor do I want On to. On my anniversary, I got done doing the thing that my wife said I'm not allowed to say that we do. <laughs> together on stream anymore and came down without a shirt on post-coitus and did a stream <laughs> when I was supposed to have the day off. So he's not talking about me. No. Just clarifying, you know, there was no name specified there. It didn't necessarily have to talk about me. Yeah. We know it's you, sir. Well, it does say shirt or hoodie and only one of us is wearing a hoodie. Katie's wearing a hoodie. I. What did we just this say? This man? <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. There we go. He specified. He specified. Yeah, there, there's your specification. Right? There you go. Clear as day. I can't wait till, what was it, like February that we did uh, the Chad Gasm where we did the roast events? We're going to have to rerun roast events this year. 
it's, it becomes a yearly event. Yeah, yearly roast events. All right. Now, for anyone that's watching who's unfamiliar with our show, what the general basis of the show is, is spits and swallows, or likes and dislikes, our week in wrestling review. So what's going to happen is I'm going to go around the room, I'm going to pick someone, I'm going to say, for example, Danny spit or swallow, and she's either going to swallow something she enjoyed that she watched this week, or spit something she didn't. And we'll go back and forth until we've kind of gone through everyone's. And uh, then we'll talk what our favorite show that we watched this week was. And that that is pretty much the rest of the episode. So, I think it's only fair to start with our guest, Danny. I don't think I go last. You can go last. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'll go first. In honor of Wagon Wednesday and Danny being here, my very first swallow for 2024 is something that happened tonight. Sky Blue versus Kira Hogan on Collision, which everything else aside, that was my match of the night. Because A, <laughs> everything with Sky Blue is fantastic. And her and Kira actually put on a really good match outside of the aesthetics of the match, which were also fantastic. Um, so in honor of Wagon Wednesday, my first swallow is Sky Blue versus Kira Hogan. And uh, Sky Blue got the win. Well, I like that. That's a good one. I didn't watch it, but I have no doubts that it was a phenomenal match. You should go back and watch it. <laughs> I'm. We'll see. I got stuff to watch tomorrow for another podcast we're doing to rewatch. That is true. That is true. Um, <clears throat> Katie, spit or swallow? Uh, I'm going to. I'm gonna swallow Nia Jax defeating Becky Lynch on Monday Night Raw. First match of 2024. Listen, I have been saying it since she came back. Naya looks better than ever. She's her in-ring work. I appreciate a lot more now. I wasn't the biggest fan when NXT I was, and then main roster stuff. I was like, eh. Um, this blood feud, quite literally, because Becky bled again. Really? Um, between her, oh yeah, she. Naya kind of popped there a little bit. It was just a little bit of blood. She was fine. I saw reports she was okay backstage. Um, but I love it. It's it's giving them something to do. It's building up Naya as a threat. She's not taking the title off of Rhea or somebody's going to get hurt. I'm just saying. Uh, but I love I loved the match. Like I said, it was day one. You started off hot with this feud that's been brewing for five years. Can't go wrong. Allison's been rooting for Nia too. I agree with you. Um, Nia's been fantastic since she's been back. Um, I love that they they played back into this whole thing with her and Becky, and the match was great. Nia's been fantastic. There was a lot of there was a lot of bullshit about Nia coming back and how she hurts people and blah 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 this and that, and yeah. uh, she shut everyone up. So props to Nia. Yeah. The, the finish was really good to the match. The knockout, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. It was good. It was it was good. Like you guys know, I I'm not the biggest Nia Jax fan, but you know, this was good. This was good content. Like, keep doing more of this. This is good. Will swallowing TNA drop a new belts every day this week leading up to Hard to Kill? I haven't actually seen the new belts. I gotta look at that. I don't think they've they haven't yet. I think it's like like this, like upcoming Monday, like this week. 
Okay. All right. Listen, I remember when TC first came on, and I couldn't even get him to say spit or swallow, and here he is sure. swallowing Nia Jack in the chat. He would just take a drink because he didn't want to say he was swallowing. Now here he is, <laughs> my boy, fully embracing it. He's progressed. Um, Vince, spit or swallow. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna swallow the Miss TV segment that was advertised with a member of Judgment Day or with Judgment Day, and our truth comes out as Mrs. Guess. Uh, this obviously led to a tag match. I'm swallowing everything that encompasses this whole segment. Uh, the line where uh, Miss asks Truth, where's the rest of the Judgment Day? And he's like, what? They were right behind me. I, I thought they were right here. And then Miss talking about, oh, you're seeing imaginary people again, making references to little Jimmy. I thought that was funny. That popped me. JD came out. Dom came out. Um they keep mentioning to JD that he's not in Judgment Day anymore. The Miz yeah, continues. Yeah, because he lost the match. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's honestly so entertaining. I like it. Truth, uh, Truth. once they actually set up a, the tag match, he was actually in the neutral corner because he, he, like, it, it was it was so, so funny. I love our truth He's been fantastic since he returned. At one point, he tags uh, Dominic Mysterio, even though that's not his tag team partner. Uh, they him and Dom end up on the same corner and they're looking at each other like hilarious. They try to swerve him or try to like talk him into like attacking Miz and it ends up backfiring on JD and Judgment Day. Miz, awesome truth, awesome truth reunions. Shout out to 2011. Um, I was watching back then. Uh, so it, it was it was great. There was there was just a bunch of fun stuff on there and then the backstage segment with awesome truth. Maybe they have a reunion going. DIY comes in, and they somehow looks like they might have gotten a tag team title match by way of our truths. Um, many, many responsibilities within the Judgment Day, you know. So, so all in all of that, that's great content. Because he also did this uh, Michael's Ric Flair throwback in there. He did the "I'm sorry, I love you." That too. Oh my god! Yes, Danny. Yes, I forgot about that. Oh, it's just a gem. Uh, shout out to Pretty Kyle from the Apron Bump. Vince, take your shirt off. Also, JJ, I love you. Spit Matt Riddle's MLW debut. Thank you for supporting hashtag Riddle over Riddle. Um, no, the whole thing was great. I love like everything with our truth being like, oh, this is like a strange bedfellows, and like we're not a team, but we're a team. The the wink and all that, and our truth is fucking amazing. Just fantastic. Oh man, like Allison said, he's the best member of Judgment Day. I know Vince doesn't necessarily agree with that. I kind of do. Right now, well, he is the no, most entertaining men member of Judgment Day. Rhea is still best the leader. For various reasons. And winner of Smack and Raw podcast only award last year, best ass 2023. By unanimous vote. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> speaking of which, Danny, spit or swallow. <laughs> Um, I guess swallow, and I'll go with, uh, I guess, going with the whole Raw thing. Like, I'm really loving Nakamura and Cody Rhodes. Nakamura is so evil. Like, I just love it, and it makes so much sense. And one of my biggest issues, where I still think that Cody's going to be the one to take the belt off of Roman, but one of my biggest issues is that as a baby face, he really had no struggles. He came in and was just like, Okay, like 
oh, this was my dad's dream. It's my dream now. And like face, like he just beat everyone and his pappy face, no struggles. So I think why I'm so emotionally attached to how evil Nakamura is, it's like Cody Rhodes first, like actual, and you know, someone's trying to destroy that. Someone's trying to stop that for him. So it means something. So I think that it will mean more when Cody inevitably wins the belt because he worked for it because he had to work against this evil force and I just love that so much I'm so into it I love it I could cry when I watch it <laughs> it's, it's good shit beautiful. It's, it's good shit um, it, just to be a little nerd here uh, every, a hero is only as good as their villains you look at Batman and Spider-Man as examples you have a tremendous role gallery of villains and Cody has some villains now, you know, with Shinsuke, he had Brock Lesnar there, you know, he dabbled with Judgment Day, and I'm sure he's going to have one more other pit stop before he gets to the final boss, which is Roman Reigns, and I do think he is going to be the one to dethrone him, but we'll talk more about that once we get to more of Raw segments. I need, I need that to happen, I really do. I need it to happen in Mania. I'm going to cry, yes. I'm I'm going to cry. No, I'm going to cry because I'm going to see it. (laughs) But uh, the anime dub thing that they do with Shinsuke, the the stories and all of it, it is so good. And uh, it's great to see because I was a huge Shinsuke fan coming out of NXT. And then he had his Royal Rumble run and that didn't end so well for him. But playing into that with this whole thing with Cody as well, like I won the Rumble and I didn't succeed and you run the Rumble and you didn't succeed. I'm going to make sure that you don't do it again. You're not going to get there before I do. I, I love the whole story. It's fucking great. Yeah. A1. JJ said her only swallow for WWE is AOP coming back. She may watch now. We'll talk about that in a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to swallow since, since we're on Raw. Uh, Chelsea and Piper confronting the tag team that we call Disco Ninja Sex Party, your tag team champions, uh, in the club. Uh, I, I, the whole vignette was fun. I love everything that Chelsea and Piper have been doing. I love seeing Caden and Katana, you know, get showcased and also seeing them in the club, which is where the whole disco ninja sex party thing came from originally was the raves and everything like that. So, uh, yeah, no, this, this is great. I love actually kind of working on that women's tag division. I still need Alba and Isla somewhere in there, not just hiding in boxes on Christmas and jumping out. Like I need the spooky yeah. witches because of the curse that they teased us with. And then we just got away from. So can, yeah. can I get my redheads back in there, please? But yes, other than please. that, uh, I mean, they, they got to take out Piper and Chelsea again. And uh, I enjoyed that whole segment between them. Cause it was fun. Because it's different. It's not the same like backstage shit that we see every week. No, it's Piper and Chelsea being like, we're going to go to where our champions are right now. We're going to confront them and then you're going to get a drink thrown in your face. Very club style. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but that just kind of made me think about Damian Priest's NXT days, especially after he won the North American title and he jumped into the jacuzzi. Like, With you, his jeans on. Yeah, with his jeans on. Oh my god, give me that Damian Priest. Give me that Damian Priest. That that's maybe if he win. ever actually cashes in Vince. He has until July. He has until July. Don't rush he the better process. Hurry his ass up. Run out of fucking time. Don't rush the process. No. 
Katie, spit or swallow? I mean, you already know what my next one's going to be. Rhea Ripley, Ivy Nile, let's fucking go, Big Swallow. Listen, Ivy Nile is my little pit bull. I love her. She's been showcased perfectly as in NXT, kind of just being the Creed's little sister kind of role. And she got her chance to showcase herself on Raw. And I think she did a fantastic fucking job, especially oh, yeah. against Rhea who has been on a dominant tear for like over 200 some days after winning the title at Mania, which that made me cry. Um, it was just, it was a really good match. Ivy looked awesome that she did. Rhea's just a menace in the best way possible, swinging her belt dick around when people think they're not filming her. How dare you, ma'am? <laughs> I loved it, though. I had it on my list. Um, Danny talked about wanting to be crushed by Randy Orton's thighs. We know exactly whose thighs you want to be crushed by, and that is Rhea's. Um, but no, Ivy looked amazing. Like it was a great match. Um, you called her Pitbull. She's in there. Rhea is the most dominant women's champion. She's holding her own, and someone who hasn't really had a lot of single showcases in NXT or on the main roster. So this was a great showing for her. Um, yeah, I, I love the whole thing. Good shit, man. It's just good shit. On Will, um, you're not that old. I think I think you can make it, but I love you, and uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you later. I know you'll catch up. Also, shout out to Brocast who showed up. Uh, mm -hmm. Love our Australian friends. Appreciate the support. Um, <clears throat> speaking of which, because I didn't do it. So normally we have sponsors. And uh, we're in a transition with sponsors, so there are no sponsors this week. So normally I plug all the shit in the beginning of the show, oh, but yeah. we'll do it in the middle of the show now where the sponsors normally go. I want to thank everyone who's checking us out right now, whether you're checking us out over at twitch.tv slash creation world, where it is free to like, to subscribe, to comment. All of that is free to do over at Twitch, but also you guys get a free sub every month. If you have Amazon Prime, you link your Prime account to your Twitch account, get that free sub. You can give it to us. You can give it to Katie now because she reached her goal last year and she's accepting subs. Will is an old man at night, but you can catch him during the day or a little earlier in the evening. He's on there. You can throw it to any of our friends here on Twitch. Support your favorite content creators, and it doesn't cost you anything to use that sub every month. You're just taking money out of Jeff Bezos' pocket and showing support for someone that you really like and the content that they do so that they can keep doing it. So please do that. And speaking of free to like, subscribe, and content or uh, comment, you can check us out at youtube.com slash creation world. Katie, what does all that do? Uh, it helps boost the algorithm and helps find new listeners. It does. And Katie, why do I want to help find new listeners? Oh, well, dear Matthew, it's because you're a whore. I am a whore. <laughs> I'm a whore for likes. I'm a whore for comments. I'm a whore for views. I'm a whore for your entertainment. I will do pretty much anything to entertain you guys and get you guys to tune in and check us out. That is the whole basis of this podcast. So please go show us a little support, like comment, subscribe, check us out on YouTube. It's not just us. You've got smack and raw. You've got getting off, which will be back tomorrow with me and Katie and our boy reek from the young Kings wrestling, three of the four members of the core four talking X and Pearl and doing a little review on that. You've also got the creation conversation, which starts back on Monday, every Monday through Friday at noon all of that is available and any other content we drop so please go check us out there 
We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash creation world, where for $1, you get three shows. You get Return to Wrestling, where me and Travis break down old school WCW. You have If You Have to Ask, where me and my wife do Am I the Asshole Post, and Katie joined us on the latest episode of that for Christmas, which was a blast. And you get Multiverse with Travis and Mara, where they break down DC animated shows. And it's a new episode every month, and $1 gets you all three shows. Then we have higher tiers for other things that you guys need to go click on the link and check out. I'm not spoiling it for you. I want you to click and go look and see how much and we give you and how you want to support us. So please go check all that out. And last but not least, because I haven't plugged it in a while, and unfortunately with the changes to the rules, we may not be there much longer. That's something we're working on. You guys can still check us out at Pornhub.com slash bottle slash creation world. We are the number one wrestling podcast, the number one horror podcast, and the number one all that nerd-ish news podcast on Pornhub, as well as Pornhub exclusive watch-alongs where The Rack and Katie uh, and a guest or two, our boys Just and Will, sat down and basically Mystery Science Theater 3000, some horror porn parodies, including the Texas Dildo Masquerade, and Evil Heads. So you can watch porn and watch us make fun of porn and have a good laugh doing it. They are two of our most viewed, obviously, episodes over on Pornhub. Uh, so go check out all of our content there because I love to say that I am on Pornhub. Go watch, I, man. I watch porn. Come watch that one. It's the rack. They're different people. Speaking of which, I forgot to mention, while you're over at YouTube, while we're talking about watching porn, flick that bean. Hit that notification bell up top. Get notified every time we go live, whether it's Monday (laughs) through Friday for all the shows that I mentioned, Saturdays for the show, every other Sunday for getting off. And with all of that said, I believe we're on Vince. Vince, spit or swallow. Uh, Yeah, we're on me. Uh, So I'm going to do two loads here. I'm going to swallow the return of a former WWE champion, the modern-day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal, returning to Monday Night Raw, back with his old theme song. It was a great monumental moment, but I'm going to spit The Rock returning and ruining Jinder. He's out here hindering Jinder. I'm not spitting The Rock returning. I'm spitting him choosing to hinder Jinder. Can't hinder Jinder. We just started the new year. Come on, guys. (laughs) You got TC support. So well, yeah, because TC um, loves General. <laughs> I love General. We can be till the day I die. I I do love that there was the whole like a former WWE champion will be showing up on Raw, and then some people did say it was gender. It turned out to be gender, and mm-hmm. a lot of people in the IWC were deflated. Then out comes The Rock. Oh, the yeah. Rock destroys gender on the mic because it's The Rock, and that's just it's what great. he does. Yeah. And also, we got the little wink, wink, nod, nod to maybe a possible match with him and Roman. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, not at WrestleMania. Hopefully, before then. Um, Hopefully, a chamber. Yeah, you know, do it in Australia. Let them let them do that for that crowd. That'd be fantastic. So we can get so, what we talked about earlier: Cody yes. winning the Rumble and going on to WrestleMania and completing no, no, this he, story. So I can be happy. Need- he doesn't need to win the Rumble. He can or win the Chamber. chamber. Or the Chamber. Either way. Yeah, no, I have a little Austin theory there. And at first I was thinking maybe you can have The Rock in birth and have him be at the Chamber. But you don't really need him to challenge Roman for the title, the WWE title, that is. He needs to challenge for the title of the Tribal Chief, the head at uh, the head of the table. So they can always just do that at SummerSlam. And that's always the, the second biggest pay-per-view give Rock more time to get into ring shape because he, granted it was a one-time thing, but he did blow up 
and it went doing one people's elbow to gender, you know, you know, gender does take the wind out of you, so I get it. So I don't hold that much away from rock, but but yeah, that's kind of what I think they should do. Like, especially after what we saw on SmackDown, I think we're still gonna get Randy Roman at Chamber, and then just give us uh just just give us Roman Rock at SummerSlam. I think that's a fair a fair thing to do. SummerSlam has always kind of been the Rock's deal anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, he does a lot more bigger things, wins, things like that. Lesnar. He lost to Brock Lesnar. Um, and I'm good with that. I'm I'm happy with that. Um, I just – so CM Punk comes back, and yes. the whole – the last thing that we remember of CM Punk was he was supposed to win the Rumble and then Rock, that whole thing, and not main eventing WrestleMania – and then as soon as CM Punk comes back and talks about entering the Rumble, here comes The Rock, possibly made it. That would be a whole Scrap, scrap all that. Rock, uh, Dom wins the Rumble, and we get Dominic Mysterio. No! He dethrones the, the Tribal Rumble. Chief. Is it that, Is it give me what I want. Give me what I want. Cue the no. Batista meme. I'm just kidding. What about you, Danny? Who, uh, who do you want to see win the Rumble? I don't usually speculate, but I don't. I think I agree with any of you guys. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't really like. I don't. I just want to be surprised and not overthink who wins the rumble. But um, they have sorry. a lot of options this year, and that's uh, what I love. I love when there's so many different options, and then I have my horses to root for. You know. Yeah, I'm starting to think about it, but then I'm like, do I want to think about it or not think about it? Because like I try not to read all like the rumors about who might be returning to be in the Rumble. Because I always think about AJ Styles' debut in WWE and how much more epic it would have been if no one knew that he was going to be there. That's true. And that's what I want my Royal Rumble experience to be. Um I'm not prepared for Roman to lose the belt this WrestleMania anyway, so I don't, I'm not in regards to whoever wins is going after that title. They're going after Seth, which I'm hoping Seth still has because I'm a huge Seth Rollins stand and his only, like one of his last accomplishments is to main event at WrestleMania. So I remember really, I'm really hoping for that this year. Yeah. Okay. I agree. We love Seth here. Um, what's up, Juice Man? Eighty-seven. Appreciate you stopping by. Um, yeah, no, wrestling's so much better without the spoilers. Yeah, I didn't get spoiled for AJ Styles. I, I, I stayed off Twitter, so that was a, a natural reaction for me, which is great. But we get so much spoiled for us, and it really mm-hmm. kind of takes away from the experience because you look back at before the internet was what it is now, when everything was so accessible. And all these people would come back and how excited you would get when the music hits and all of that. Um, imagine getting edged. Yeah. That's uh, specific. Did that actually happen to you, TC? It did. Honestly, it did. probably. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, wait. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I remember yeah. this conversation. Edge's return. 10 seconds behind. Edge's return at the Rumble four years ago. That was a genuine surprise. <laughs> that was fucking yeah. crazy. Um. In terms of the AJ one, like I had a feeling that he, well, I knew he was leaving New Japan because they did the whole angle with Kenny Omega and him taking him out of Bullet Club. So me and my little sister, we were both like, "Oh my god, what if he shows up?" We were all we were both like, "It'd be so cool if he shows up," but I don't think he'll show up. And then he showed up, and then we both like lost our shit. 
So yeah, I'm I'm with Danny, man. It's it's all about like figuring out. Just 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 get get to the show, enjoy the show. I just I, I, I always I'm I'm someone who watches as a mark, so I'm always like expecting the unexpected. Like Goldust is one of my favorites of all time. So I don't know how many years. Like oh, Goldust is number twenty three. Maybe he has a shot. Like he doesn't have a shot. I know. Like if you really so wanted to know who I would want to win the Royal Rumble, it'd probably be Chad Gable. But did we? Does he have a shot of winning the Royal Rumble? No. Would he do the best with it? Absolutely. Oh my God, I need to see more of him. But that's not a very popular opinion. So. We love Chad. It's Gable popular with here. me. Yeah. I am a Chad Gable stan. So good, man. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just love how excited Katie got as soon as you said Chad Gable. Yeah, so he's like such like he's developed in such a great character. Like I'm so glad they got rid of the shorty G, whatever it was. And Chad Gable is so good, and he really deserves like a good title run or at least like like chase i think i think he's earned that but yeah i don't think it's gonna happen so <laughs> okay. we, we can dream danny we can yeah. dream. <laughs> we can manifest I'm, this I'm, I'm rooting for dominic Mysterio. he made it to the final four last shut year. the fuck up Vince. nobody <laughs> asked you <laughs> how dare you uh <sighs> jj said she's spitting the entire Wrestle Kingdom 18, uh, which is Japanese WrestleMania, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, all because Sonata lost to Titty Sue Renato. Yes. So, yes, he did uh, Renato. We have another Chad Gable supporter in the chat with a thank you from Pretty Kyle. Uh, Dom, all the way. Dom's not winning. Uh, Dom would be the no, Dom would not. I, I don't think Dom would be the first felon to win the Royal I would, I'd have to go back and look, but. Doesn't say in wrestling, I doubt it. I do believe so. I do believe so. Uh, I've been calling him Titty Suernado for years. Yeah, it's it's on Matt's list of names. It's it's on the list. Um, it's the biggest one on the list. Danny, you're up. Spit or swallow. Does it kind of be about the indies? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I went to like the annual GCW New Year's Eve. And there's two people I want to talk about because I def I think they'll definitely be signed within three years. One, his name is Shane Mercer, and he turned heel, but he's so good. He's like a strong man, but his heel turn was so good, and he does so much more than people even realize. He's such a great storyteller in the ring. Um, even him being just a valet to Blake Christian, he was doing stuff on the outside, like yelling at the opponent in the ring that I never see on the indies. It's just so good. It makes me tear up because it's beautiful. And if you haven't seen him, check him out. Yes, he does do death matches, but he does so much more. Like, I've never seen someone to put so much passion into every match and to actually get matches out of people that I don't like seeing wrestle. So his is one, and the other one is Jordan Oliver. Jordan Oliver's clout cutters this weekend were like, oh, my God, like I could faint. They were so good. Someone even said, were they better than Randy Orton's RKO's lately? And I said, yes. Jordan Oliver, if you don't know who he is, check him out. He's awesome. Um, I think he'll definitely be signed because I just keep watching him get better and better and better. 
So overall, GCW was a blast as always, but those two I would like to um, swallow because, I mean, <laughs> just because they're awesome wrestlers. <laughs> Absolutely. And see, that's why I love doing this is I open it up to everybody and whatever they watch. Uh, Will comes on, he'll talk NWA. He'll talk some indie shows because he does a lot of indie shows out in Tennessee that he goes to. Uh, Powerbomb Jutsu comes on, they'll talk TNA. And that's that's the whole point about being a wrestling fan is discussing what you enjoy and trying to introduce stuff that you enjoy to everyone else. You know, it's not mm -hmm. the show isn't it, it mostly because we watch it. It's mostly WWE and AEW, but like that's not what it's about. It's about wrestling fans coming together and talking about shit that they love. Even though I joke around about New Japan, Warren used to come on and talk New Japan all the time and the stuff that he loved. And it, it's great to hear about a new talent because like a lot of the people that I loved came from the Indies when they came into NXT. Your Johnny Gargano's, your Chamaso Champas, your Alistair Blacks, your Shotzi Blackhearts coming out of Evolve. A lot of those guys came through there, and I was able to go back and watch a lot of that stuff. So hearing about wrestlers that, again, you said could be signed within the next few years, you know, and seeing them come up now is really cool. So I appreciate that. Uh, we've been very positive, and I think it's because it's our first show back this year, so I'm going to do a spit. Uh, I'm spitting whatever the fuck the hook promo was. Vince, muted. Every time. I spit the right hindering gender, remember? Yeah, that was not a real Doesn't count. Anyway, <laughs> I'm spitting whatever the fuck the hook promo was, where he challenged Samoa Joe, talking about he's time to go for another title, and he's got his... It, it was weird. He was sitting outside with his hoodie up, and delivery was off and listen i'm not against hook i am against hook challenging for a world title and samoa joe so yeah. not for me you're you're telling me sleepy Justin Bieber is trying to challenge a samoan named joe who is crazy i why doesn't look already have a title does he need this? Does he want to die? Is he okay? <laughs> Joe versus Hook has made me horny. Um, <laughs> dude, I, I, dude, I don't like. Don't get me wrong. Like, I have come around a little bit on Hook um, from the stuff he was doing early. Yeah. You know, the stuff he did with uh, Danhausen and all that. Yeah, Hookhausen was. You know, that worked for me. I, I enjoy the shit out of Danhausen. Oh, uh, but Joe is one of those people that like is very believable that he could murder you if he wanted to. Like, there are a few wrestlers out there that, like, yeah, they have the look, but then you meet them. They're, like, Joe gives off the persona, like, he could pretty much fuck up anybody he wanted to at any point in time, and I truly believe that. Yeah. I love Joe. I love the fact that Joe won the title because I was pushing to see AEW champion Samoa Joe because we didn't get WWE champion Samoa Joe, and I love mm -hmm. seeing him get his flowers. Yeah. Uh, the first feud for Samoa Joe after winning the title being Hook is not it's not going to work. It's a for no me. for me, dog. That's no, not a it's a choice. Sure. I'm saying it's right, it's a choice. That is a choice. You are 100 <laughs> that is a fucking choice. It's a choice. Uh, Katie, spit or swallow. Well, since since we're in AW now, I feel like it's all. I'm swallowing. I'm calling them Adam Cole and the Devil Worshippers. Uh, the Undisputed Kingdom, as they are now being called. Listen, everyone was like, oh, Katie's going to be so sad that Adam Cole's the devil. No. I love it. 
Babyface Adam Cole, love him to pieces. Heel Adam Cole is a piece of shit, and I love him. He's born to be a heel. Everything in Ring of Honor, turning on Kyle O'Reilly 800 times, and all of that's beautiful. Turning on everyone in Undisputed Era and NXT. Forming this group of people who can't stand Maxwell Jacob Friedman, the our scumbag, was genius. He may be injured, which fucking sucks. Um, because imagine if he wasn't, this could have been completely different. But they're making it work with him still being down. Said that Wardlow is gonna win the title, which I would fucking love. But then handing it over to Adam Cole when when Adam Cole's cleared, Wardlow's face said, "Yeah, no, that shit ain't gonna fucking happen." So they're already planting seeds for that. Yeah, it's it's I love the Undisputed Era was like my favorite thing in NXT. So like I'm getting it again. I still get Adam. I still get Roddy. I get Wardlow. I don't have to deal with Robert Fish Senior the fifth. Like I don't have to deal with him. <laughs> I do miss Kyle O'Reilly. I do wish he would come back. I really do hope, yeah, if, that he gets added to this little group of people. Probably will. I hope so. Then it'd be perfect. It'd be perfect. So I, I have a question because I saw something on Collision. Uh, Griff Garrison did a thing with Edge, and Maria Canellis came out with Griff Garrison and somebody else. Is she not with the kingdom? Um, that's a fantastic question, man. I'd love to answer that for you. I have no fucking idea. I would assume so because she was a part of the original iteration of the kingdom in Ring of Honor with Cole, Taven, and Bennett. Um, so I'm assuming so. Maybe she's just doing her own little side thing for now. I don't. I, I truly don't know. Who knows? Because they, they they mentioned that like how she kind of formed the original kingdom and everything, and now she's working with these young guys in ROH. But I feel like with her husband in the kingdom and all that, like I, I was very confused as to why she's hanging out with who the fuck well, is Griff Garrison. So I don't know about the night the undisputed kingdom that we got on AEW, but when I went to Collision and they did the ROH tapings afterwards, there was a tag match with just regular kingdom, which was uh, Mike Bennett and Matt Taven and Maria Canales was with them. So, so we'll see. Maybe she'll show up later on to be determined. I think she's doing a similar thing as CJ Perry and branching out on her own, looking for clients. Speaking of which with Andrade gone, who the, I mean, after her finger heals and hopefully CJ Perry going to do you do. That was nasty. You see the pictures of uh, she got a uh, infection in her finger from a splinter backstage, and they like did open surgery. She had pictures all over Instagram. It was insane. Her whole finger swelled up, and it was like going up her arm and shit. Yikes! Yeah, I did not see that, and I don't actually care to look for that. So no, that part I don't blame you. But yeah, no, Katie, back to your original point. Sorry, I, I diverted Maria Canellas because we talked about okay. the kingdom. Um I'm I'm with you. I enjoyed it. I, I was someone that wanted it to be MJF just so I could get MJF back as the asshole that I love him as. Because I, I I have not been a fan of how nice he's been to people. It's not the guy that I wanted him to be. Um, but Adam Cole was the next best bet, um, in my opinion, to be the devil. 
and this played out really great. I got Samoa Joe as champion, which I already got. You know, we already talked about that, so that worked out for me. So no, uh, this is cool. I'm yeah. I'm good with it, and I can't wait for Wardlow to to have his Batista moment. Yep. with MJF. I can't wait. It's gonna be so good. With MJF, you mean Adam? I know anyone. With Adam Cole, yeah. <laughs> Listen, everybody uses Wardlow like that. You go win the title and just give it to me. Like that's their whole thing. And the only one that's actually successfully done that is Christian with Luchasaurus. So, like, well, I mean, there was he was a little that's reluctant cool. to give up his opportunity for the title at World's End. Successfully did it. Yes. True. 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 Uh, Danny, you got anything on uh, the United Kingdom before I go on to Katie or uh, Vince? No, I'm so behind on AEW. Well, my apologies to the people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vince, spit or swallow. Uh, well, I was going to keep going with more raw stuff, but since I already mentioned it, I'm going to swallow everything uh, Christian Cage and his newfound family and all this other stuff about him being a great father, him laying out the plans for, like, when it's time for the prodigy Nick Wayne to take over, he's going to be the new TNT champion. The crowd going apeshit bananas for for a kill switch, a.k.a. Luchasaurus. They're going to do that. They're going to do Luchasaurus slash kill switch versus Christian Cage, and he's going to take that title off of him. They're continuously to build that. Obviously, they extended that at World's End by having him uh, win the what was it a battle royal to get the number one contendership? No, yeah. like money in the bank, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he won it, had to fork it over, relinquish it over to Christian Cage, and then he ended up getting the title back right after losing to Adam Copeland. Uh, yeah, how do you feel, mother? Like, I, you know, Nick Wayne's mom, but what, what's her name, Ashley? What, what, what's her name? I forget her name, uh, Shana Wayne or Shanna, you know, Shana. Shana, Shana. Shana. Uh, TC sure. says Christian's so great. Sure. He had me con- contemplating Tony Yayo's booking. Um, complimenting, complimenting, complimenting. There you go. Sorry, I can't read. You know, Vince, uh, it's, Vince it's, it's, it's your second language. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with that. Uh, but yeah, no, swallowing Christian Cage, kill switch, all that stuff. Good shit. So I'm spitting the fact that I had to watch Luchasaurus bitch after the patriarchy again. Um, Fuck the patriarchy. There it is. This is a general uh, statement. <laughs> I agree. Christian, MILF Hunter Christian has been great. Uh, I love the whole, uh, you know, collecting orphans and insulting dead dads thing. I like the fact that he somehow scooped up uh, Nick Wayne's mom in the process and uh, added, added the matriarch of the patriarchy to the patriarchy. I just... I. I really like the luchador dinosaur and I'm kind of tired of watching him bitch out to Christian. And yeah, my one complaint with AEW is I've as much as I, I enjoy long-term storytelling, I feel like sometimes they drag things out a little too long. The devil stuff, Julie Hart, a, a lot of the stuff, Julia Hart. And by the time they capitalize on it, they've almost missed the right opportunity. So hopefully, yeah. They don't continue to drag this on for another six months before he actually does something, and we don't care anymore. True. When's the next big AEW pay-per-view? Um, Revolution in March. Sure. Is that supposed to be Sting's last match? Yes. 
That's yep. where you do it. Just do it there. Between now and March, that's two months away. Do it there. That'd be the perfect time. If you wait past that, then you've waited too long. Fair enough. Danny, spit a swallow. Uh, mm. I'm gonna swallow Trick Williams because just everything he does is fucking good. I don't know if this is a hot take. I think he's better, better than Carmelo. Um, everything, even he does in the ring is so clean. It's so beautiful. I love it. Him as a character is just awesome. The crowds behind him, just everything is so believable that's going on with what he's doing at NXT right now. I don't usually root for the baby face, but I am for Trick Williams. He has it. I'm excited to see what else he can bring to the table in the future. I know yeah. Katie's very scared of the reveal of uh, who attacked Trick. It's not even that I'm scared. It's because like, I don't want to admit that it's Mello because they're <laughs> homies. Like, I know Mello did it in my heart of hearts, but like... <laughs> Mello, Mello's out here being a Bailey, setting up Trick into matches that he didn't like plan to be in. Well, Trick is Eos guy. Right now, Carmelo's <laughs> being Bailey. Consent matters, Vince. Yes. Trick consented. He did not have to. He could have said no. He took that match. Yes, Mello put him in it, but that man had every opportunity to say no, and consent matters. He consented. That was on Trick. I'm also just... He consented. Yeah. To be fair, he consented after it was put out there, and Grayson Waller accepted I'm like, okay, cool. Bye. And then at that point, it's like, all right, you know, I ain't gonna bitch out, you know, because Trick was listening about that life, you know? But, yeah, no. Mello... Mello's he, he's drinking a lot of haterade this year, you know. He's drinking some haterade. You're just he did look very upset after Trick won that match. He tried uh, to mess with it, and then KO had to come out and even out the odds. He was trying to mess up his boy. He was trying to mm. Matt. Would you really would you really stand for me trying to cost you a match and that I set you up in to lose your opportunity to be the warden of podcasting? Oh no, I kick your ass. Exactly. <laughs> He's just Freak. a toxic man that us females have to deal with all the time, where he's just fucking over his homeboy, but then being like, no, but I love you. We're bros, right? So, yeah, he's just like grade A manipulation. He's a toxic bro. That's what's going on here. Gaslighting. Yeah. What that Gaslighting trick? girl boss Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The evolution from romance and mellow. Like, wasn't that last January that we did that too? The Gaslighting what? Girl Boss made the debut on the first episode of last year. I think successful. I think I watched with yeah with Willow. If that yeah. was the first one of last year, because I called Roman a Gaslighting Girl Boss. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Look I at it. that, bringing it around. Um, but no, we love Trick. Uh, Trick's fantastic, and. Sean Diesel, let's see how it goes when when we get the reveal. Um, mm -hmm. It's got to come soon. Uh, I'm really glad that we've kind of got yeah. away from the idea that it's uh, Pillman, What's Lexus King, because, well, yeah. he's, he's Pillman. But I love the idea that he just, like, 
was okay with people blaming him because, like, why not? I can just beat people up in the process. That was fun for me. Sorry, he lost. That make me sound sick and demented, but yeah, it was fun. <laughs> you know, gotta make the best out of situations. Lexus King, he he got a pay per he had a ple match. He got that ple payday, even though he lost after the match. He cut a promo. It's like, bro, you got me on the pay per view. You got me a massive payday. I don't give a fuck that I lost. You got me here. Like, there you go, Lexus King. Looking at the bright side of things. Speaking of unpopular opinions, um, where are you going? I'm swallowing whatever the fuck is happening with Harley Cameron, Soraya, and Ruby uh, Ruby Soho. Dude, yes. Uh, <laughs> Ruby's like, I wasn't sure about bringing another crazy blonde in. It didn't go so well last time. Soraya's got some shit up her sleeve. I don't know if this is still like the whole deal with Ruby and Angelo and them trying to keep it them is. apart um, and how this is, is all going to play out. But I love drama and i love drama between a bunch of beautiful women and that is exactly what i'm getting with those three so feed me more of that have you have you noticed that Paige has a thing (laughs) sorry what she called me right back because he said feed me more (laughs) i mean you set yourself up there you played yourself um, has anyone else noticed that Paige slash Soraya has a has a thing for her blondes? Like she she was in PCB and she had Charlotte in there. Then she had um, what was it? Absolution. She had Mandy Rose in there. They had uh, the Outcast. She had Tony Storm. Now she has uh, what's her name? I don't know. Harley Cameron. Harley Cameron. Now she has Harley Cameron. Uh, so. I'm starting to see a trend here. She she has a thing for well, no. It's well, it's the dynamic of a blonde or someone with dirty blonde hair like Harley, and someone with either colored hair or dark hair. Becky, Sonia, Ruby, like. Okay, all right. Fits. But she has a, she has a type. She has a type is what I'm seeing. Don't we all? It sounds like she likes variety. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. Variety is the spice of life. With with a, just a little dash of blonde in there, <laughs> Katie spit a swallow. Um, I'm okay. Uh, I'm gonna swallow Oba Femi being the men's breakout tournament winner. Him and Ry- Riley put up hell of a fight. Little baby boy did. He had, uh, you know, Thea and JC cheering for him and Chase U. He was the only good thing going for Chase U at the moment because Andre Jesus. Chase is losing all their goddamn money multiple times. Uh, but Alba Femi, who's apparently only 22. Get out. Swear to God. He's a whole man. He hasn't even hit his prime. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, he is going to do fantastic fucking things. And imagine, uh, again, it's going to depend on timing, who the champion will be, and if he wants to go after, we'll say Trick, because <laughs> the timing, it's it said 22. I don't know. Um, but then, so he can either go after them, or whoever ends up being the North American champion at the time, like, He's gonna be a champion this year, and it's gonna be awesome. 
I can see him being our North American champion. I, I'm with you. I'm a shout out to Obafemi. He he won, but uh, I gotta I gotta swallow Riley Osborne, man. More so, like I'm I'm spitting the fact that he lost, and that's mostly just because I don't know if it's Thea just being so smitten with him that's made me be so smitten with him, or if it's the accent, or the fact that he's in Chase U, and I like Chase U alumni, or like current current uh all of it student body of the chase you uh but i i love him i like duke hudson i i like that jc is taking the reins of chase you and making matches for the dusty cup tag team pairings and we get duke and riley osborne together oof oof rookie of the year and the mvp in the same team kyle said he's an oba feminist um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Riley, Riley's got Thea. He'll be fine. Like he'll be fine. He'll recover. He'll be all right. Yeah. Kate, Kate, I will be right back. You are in charge while I'm gone, as usual. Yes, sir. Vince, spit or swallow. Okay. Cool. Uh, I'll do a quick, uh, a quick one here because we didn't actually talk about it. I'm going to circle back over to Raw, and I'm actually going to swallow the main event between Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins. I thought it was fucking fantastic. It was a great way to close off the show you had the judgment day interference with the attempt to cash in from uh damian priest for a second there i thought they had me i thought they were actually gonna go ahead and pull the uh, pull the trigger on that they didn't uh, still really really good seth prevailed obviously great match all around obviously Another reason, because, you know, we got a little Dominic sprinkled in the main event. Makes me love everything a little bit more. So, yeah, I mean, Drew versus Seth. Two great men having a great match. Uh, shout out to Drew. He fucking stole the show. And I was actually thinking he was going to win the match at, at, a, at a certain point there. But, yeah. I love this new Drew McIntyre. He's so awesome. He's so passionate. Just even that Claymore on the outside that he did give to Damian Priest to, like, stop the cash in. Just everything, like... I feel like this is what he's been waiting for for a few years. Like, I, I can feel it when he's wrestling. I love it. Oh, yeah. You can, you can definitely tell. And ever since he didn't get to win the title in front of people mm-hmm. because of the pandemic, he's, like, itching to win that. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of thick thighs, Drew McIntyre. Drew Mac, right there. <laughs> no, no, no. Not you. I, I can never see your thighs because you cover them with baggy. Would you like a picture shorts. of my thighs? I can take a picture of my thighs and send it you. Ha- my DMs are open. What the fuck are you waiting for? I've posted pictures of my calves. You've seen me topless. If you want exactly. thigh shots, I can give you thigh shots. Give me thigh um, shots. Danny, spit or swallow. Oh, shit. Um... Um, if you don't have any more, it's also okay. <laughs> I, I want to just, I want to spit just Logan Paul. Like, Facts, he's, yeah. he's, 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 he's just Logan Paul. He's not a wrestling character. He's not a sports entertainer. He's just a douchebag. He's not good on commentary. He's not good on the mic. He doesn't know how to insult people. It's like he has like how to insult people for dummies, like in his back pocket. It's just, I, I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt that he could get better, but it's obvious that he's very complacent in the 
this place he has in the world where he knows he doesn't have to get better. So I'm just over him. I'm just yeah. over it. I'm over him talking. Just shut the fuck up. I like just I I I just can't stand them anymore because he's not a character at all. He's just Logan Paul who's not likable. Yep. See now you yeah. said you were you were worried that you were gonna give your honest wrestling opinions, <laughs> blah blah. You fit in so perfectly here because literally right here in my notes, it says spit. I know Logan's the champion, but I can't get into anything he's a part of, even if it's KO versus Santos, which is a match I really wanted to enjoy, but at least KO knocked him out and shut him the fuck up. True. I had in my notes, SmackDown was a fantastic show. The only negative was Logan Paul on commentary. <laughs> ruined, ruined the match. Had to mute it. You fit in perfect. <laughs> Like sometimes I think he finishes his thoughts on commentary where he just says something and doesn't know where his punchline is, or he just stops talking. And I'm yeah. just like, okay, <laughs> why are we tolerating this? Exactly. I hope he drops um, the title at the Rumble to Kevin. For better. That'd yeah. be nice. I said we'd bring it up, and JJ brought it up, and we're talking SmackDown. So I am swallowing the return of the AOP with Karrion Cross. Um, had that on my it was mind. weird because the Almighty Prophets had their promo, and it was falling kind of flat for me, which I wasn't happy about because I love Bobby and the Street Prophets. I'm like, what's going on here? Then the music hits. Scarlet comes down as a brunette, which I love brunettes, so that works for me. Uh, I also love Scarlet. Um Cross debuted a slightly convoluted but cool looking finisher uh with the pump he, handle F. He's uh he was using he's been thing. using that actually. Yeah, well, we don't pay yeah, he's been using it. Uh I think he was still using it like in his age his matches with AJ Styles. But uh did you notice he had like a little bit of a ponytail? I'm hoping we get long hair cross. Long hair cross might be cool. Yeah, long hair cross. Um I have that on my saws as well, Matt. It was it was so fucking cool. I didn't fucking even knew that they were gonna show up, and it just blew my fucking mind. Brunette, brunette, Scarlet's on my nose. Ponytail cross, AOP, uh, Paul Elring kind of getting that check once again. Uh, all good shit, and then you get a bunch of meaty men slapping meats. So what else could you want? I mean, you have this faction that consists of a dominant tag team, which we have not seen in, like, three years. You have Cross, who has the potential to be good. He just wasn't put in that position to showcase that. You have Scarlet, who is a fantastic manager, valet, whatever you want to call her, and can also go in the ring if necessary. And mm-hmm. then you have Paul fucking Elring with the white glove and the two Hall of Fame rings on. <laughs> Goated. It was he, good shit. You can't, was... Touch, you can't touch that man. His old, decrepit looking ass. He's insane. And I love that for him. One of the things that I hated about being gone for two weeks that was hard about our little break was that we got the teaser trailer, so to speak. Of Cross with Scarlet and the AOP and Paul Elring last week. And I immediately thought about Matt. I'm like, dude, this is really fucking cool. He he laid out every single person that he had a feud with. And he's like, I put the, the hourglass in front of the bloodline. And then they started to crumble and fall apart. Uh, I uh, 
I went ahead and I uh, took Rey Mysterio's uh, like what what was it? Like he took like patience, his patience, his patience, and he struck his son. Shinsuke. Yeah, struck his son. Yeah. Same thing with Shinsuke. Took his honor, and then with Drew, perfect. Shinsuke, AJ, AJ, everyone. He he's changing everyone. There you go. I agree. They did a great job justifying why he lost every feud he's been in since he's been on the main roster. <laughs> um, I want good things for them. I love when my horror and my wrestling mix. Um, I just. I'm, I'm holding my anticipation because I know how sometimes, especially with big dominant tag teams, like AOP was great in NXT, mm -hmm. but anytime something like that comes up to the main roster, it doesn't necessarily translate, which we saw the first time AOP came up. We saw with uh, um, Jinder's boys. Uh, oh, what? you're in this year. Never mind. In this year. Well, to be um, fair, with the AOP, a big uh, ingredient with them was the addition of Paul Elring. And they called them up. No Paul Elring. They were just two big muscle meaty men with tattoos. By the way, they added more ink. Kudos to them. Love me some more ink on men. Uh, but yeah, like it, it, Paul Elring, you know, you still got Paul Elring. So I think that's the key ingredient there. And now you have Scarlet as well to help out. So I think they'll be fine. I'm, it's okay to be positive and optimistic here. Okay. Katie, spit or swallow. Oh, yeah, just me. Um, I'm going to swallow uh, Mariah May making her in-ring debut, taking on Queen Aminata, who's also fantastic. Mm -hmm. It was a great match, but sadly got overshadowed by um, the debut of the virtuoso Diana Perrazzo. In Jersey, because you don't insult Jersey in front of a Jersey girl. It's kind of the rule. And it, it, Deanna is a star, and she definitely did her thing in TNA and ran it and did everything she could over there. Now she's going to meet AEW. Her and Britt have a history, whether it's tagging or against each other. Mm -hmm. I... It's adding to the division that Tony Khan doesn't give a fuck about, which pisses me off. But maybe having Deanna will push them to get a little more time and more matches on their cards. I'm hoping for more time and more matches for the women on the cards. However, with what we saw with Julie Hart, Sky Blue, Abaddon, that whole situation when Abaddon was just being used as like a Halloween prop and now is actually being utilized, mm -hmm. that really hooked me and got me into it. We're mm -hmm. seeing the stuff with Tony Storm and Mariah May. We're seeing the Ruby yep. Soho, uh, yep. Soraya stuff play out. They're investing a little bit more into their women. And hopefully, like you said, with Deanna Perrazzo, um, Serena Deeb had a vignette tonight about her coming back where she was like breaking out of a straight jacket and calling herself the woman of a thousand holds and how she can just physically destroy any woman in the ring. It was a really cool vignette that they dropped on Collision for her. Thunder Rosa's back, so hopefully Tony is finally listening and going to start doing more with the women because, honestly, outside of, like, Samoa Joe and Malachi Black and I'd love to say Keith Lee, but they didn't give me nothing to watch with Keith Lee, the only reason I watch AEW most of the time is for the women's stuff. And yeah. when it comes to Rampage and Collision, I only tune in really I like for to swear the women's matches. I know you do. Well, it's <laughs> And imagine uh, Serena Deeb who 
the woman of a thousand holds, fantastic at submissions and everything, taking on Diana fucking Perrazzo, who does the Fujiwara armbar flawlessly. It's a it's a dream. And I I need that. I, I don't give a fuck about Diana versus Mariah. It'd be a great match, but that's not what I want. I want Diana versus Deeb as her first match. <laughs> Please. All right. All right. Uh, that was actually the only match I actually watched from start to finish and actually watched it, by the way. <laughs> uh, obviously, I watched it from Mariah May because I knew about her through uh, through stardom. And then Queen Aminata is actually going to be at uh, an indie show here in Chicago from War Wrestling um, on the 1st of March. And she's going to be in the triple threat match with Sky Blue. So I wanted to just kind of like get a little familiar with her in her ring style, loved what I saw. So two out of the three competitors in that triple threat, I already know a little bit about. So I'm looking forward to the show a little bit more. I was introduced to Queen Amanada through the pictures that she did with Sky Blue on the internet. Uh, <laughs> oh, that that was her? About her? Oh, that was her? That was yeah. her. Oh, okay. And then went and saw what she could do in the wrestling ring as well. So ah, uh, because I like to support women as well as enjoy the content that they put out there. Gotcha, uh, in gotcha. the ring and outside of. Okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. We don't just objectify women here. Oh. We objectify everybody and support them as well. Um, Vince, spit or swallow? Uh, just a quick spit here so we can keep moving on. I'm trying to like move it forward. Uh, spitting Giovanni Vinci getting injured. Hopefully he gets a speedy recovery. He took a nasty shot to the face by Kofi. You never want to see that happen. We were talking about Raquel. Coming back and getting speedy recovery. Love Giovanni Vinci. He's uh, my favorite Italian on the WWE roster. Uh, he comes back stronger and better than ever. Do not disrespect the Don. I am. I don't know how many times what, we have to. Have what this did conversation, I? What man. did I say that was disrespectful? You said Giovanni Vinci is your favorite Italian on the roster, and you know damn well that the Don, who is a, an Italian from Chicago, much like myself, uh -huh. is the greatest Italian on the roster. Okay, okay, but correct me if I'm wrong here, Matt. Did I say Italian. that Giovanni Vinci was the best Italian wrestler in WWE? No, no you said he's your favorite Italian. Exactly. On the that's, I like that's Giovanni slander. Vinci. I like Giovanni slander. Vinci more than the Don Tony D'Angelo. Nothing against Tony D. I love me some Tony D. I've warmed up to him. I turned around to him, but there's just something about Giovanni Vinci. That you like know, stacks and big Ange. Come on, look at like you. You look at Tony D. You look at uh, Giovanni Vinci, and there's just more to look at when you look at Giovanni Vinci. Whoa! Listen, we watch TV in kayfabe, and that point that you made down there, Jesus, is not important. Um, Italian American versus truly Italian. <laughs> uh, anyways, but yeah. Quick, you yeah, know, it, it sucks that. that Giovanni Vinci got hurt. It does. I agree with you. He does seem he, he did tweet that he was okay though. That's After good. Back. I'm glad. Hopefully, so it was it's just probably, like just a, a probably just a concussion. Oh, I like how you just said it's it's just a concussion. He'll... Well, he was able to, he was able to walk out of his own power. That's good. He tweeted that he was okay. He might just mm -hmm. be off TV for like a month until he passes tests. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Uh, Danny, you got any more spits or swallows? Um, I guess you're talking about all the women in AEW, but I guess like a woman I would like to swallow would be Tiffany Stratton. 
I think she's very good. And I'm excited to see how her being uh, Fallon's, uh, you know, was it ranch hand for a day is going to go. But I think Tiffany Stratton has everything down that she's amazing in the ring. Her character work, everything is just amazing. And just like how strong she is, too, it's kind of mind blowing. So I can't wait to see what she has to do whenever she hits the main roster. Uh, She's a fucking star. Um, what was that reality show with Paris Hilton? The symbol. Yes. Yeah, did she you even see? <laughs> she she yeah. tweeted the picture. Oh my god, she's so fucking funny. That's exactly what it's gonna be. And ah, uh, I love and Tiffany. And I love Fallon too. Tiffany and Blue Overalls. That's what we're gonna see. Uh didn't Mickey James also kind of like tweet and talk about Fallon Henley and talk about ranch hands or something? Yeah, Fallon and Mickey were having like a little back and forth because uh I don't remember how it started, but Fallon tweeted at Mickey first, and then the counter just been going back and forth. Cross promotional, it's starting right there. <laughs> the forbidden door is uh, opening. Which is kind of through the ranch. <laughs> Everything else I have for my swallows and for NXT all have to do with women because much like AEW, 90% of the reason why I watch NXT is because of their women's division, how fantastic it is. We had a great match between Tiffany and Fallon. Uh, I agree. I am so excited to watch Tiffany as a ranch hand. It's going to be hilarious. The the vignettes and everything are going to be great. And uh, Tiffany, from where she was when she first came, uh, showed up as like spoiled daddy's girl to the moonsaults and everything she's become, becoming NXT Women's Champion. Absolutely fantastic. I have been behind Fallon since day one when she showed up, um, doing the whole thing with Brooks and Dunn, as I call them, Briggs and Jensen. Um, enjoying the shit out of that. So, yeah, no, that, that was all great shit. Um, last thing I have for AEW, and then the rest is all WWE shit between NXT and SmackDown. Uh, the main event of Collision tonight was House of Black versus FTR. FTR got the win. The tag match was really good. Will kind of made sure I hung on to watch it because he had mentioned it and kind of blew over the fact that Sky Blue wrestled Kira Hogan, which I thought was the highlight of the show, but... Uh, this was actually a really good match. Uh, and after the match, Daniel Garcia comes down. House of Black, Brody King shows up because it was uh, Malachi and Buddy as the tag team. They wreck Daniel Garcia and FTR. And then Julie Hart stands outside and does a little 10 bell salute as if to say that FTR is no more. Um, getting her a little spotlight there at the end. And we love us some Julia Hart and her big hats. So everything House of Black, because again, the horror wrestling aesthetic is really my thing if you can't tell so all of that brings me joy and makes me happy malika is a guy i really want to see back in wb malika. especially with triple h uh running things definitely they probably have him show up when there were a rumble he, he'd have a 2002 brock lesnar run if he goes back with triple h they'd have him win the rumble they bring back the king of the ring just to give him that then he'll be undisputed universal heavyweight champion I believe that. Juice Main <laughs> says he needs photos for this convo. Um, so this is not like a a slighted AEW because you know how people on the internet take things out of context. But yep. you you look at the main event tonight. It's FTR who came to prominence in NXT. Malachi Black who did his thing on the indies, blew up in NXT. Buddy Murphy again. And not to say that, oh, AEW took these... But it's to show you that NXT had this great talent 
and knew that these were going to be great, talented guys. And here they are showing it, main eventing the show in a tag team match on AEW. They're that damn good. Malachi is one of my favorite wrestlers in the last decade. It, it was him and Bray. That was really it for me as far as male wrestlers go. So love seeing him being utilized, focused, and that black mask kick is fucking gorgeous. Like, yeah. really it's so beautiful. He can get black mask um, me any day. Hey, right? like, that's my thing. I let him. I, I just, what the fuck? Listen, 2024 this is, is the, my gimmick. This is bullshit. 2024 is the year I thirst for men. I've embraced that. That was literally I mean, last year. You were year. doing it in 2023 and 2022. We fought you a lot about how you were upset was... that Hangman Page didn't show his ass more. <laughs> Assless chaps, Hangman Page needed to be a thing. All Rhea chaps Ripley. are assless, Vince. Rhea Ripley showed Hangman how to wear chaps. That's all I'm going to say. That's what I need Hangman to do. He's not doing it. I, I'd be mad too, Hangman. You're not showing your ass nearly enough for my liking. Where's the cheeks? Wagon Wednesdays. Show them on Wagon Wednesdays. There you go. Do that. Listen, if I wish with all of my soul that we had gotten Kira Hogan versus Sky Blue on Dynamite because then I absolutely would be titling this episode Wagon Wednesdays. That would be the name of this episode. For that reason, and they didn't give it to us. And MJF didn't show up, and he's got all the cake for the men. So, like, Dynamite was really skipping on the cake. Who? Wardlow was there. Wardlow's okay. Wow, wow, the audacity. The the best male ass in AEW is MJF. It's it's not Wardlow. (laughs) (sighs) Katie Spitter Swallow. Um... I'm gonna swallow Meechin and Eo Sky. Hell of a match. I listen, people have been disrespecting Meechin for a long time, and I'm sick of that because that's just disrespectful. She has been wrestling probably longer than a lot of your faves have been, and she continuously puts on great matches was never really given the shot that she so rightfully deserved to be in. And she put on probably the best match on SmackDown with EO. We're not talking about that anymore. <laughs> like EO <laughs> and Meechin's chemistry was great. Meechin really like busted her ass and did the styles clash off the middle rope. Dude. Oh come on. That was so good. It was amazing. Uh, I popped just, for that. Well, they've she she's one of the unfortunate ones of like the main roster where they put her and being let go and coming back and AJ getting mm-hmm. hurt. But she is great in the ring and the fans are so behind her. I don't understand why there was such a big disconnect with what to do with her on the main roster. Like the fact that she hasn't even been in like a war games on the main roster is like criminal. She should have been on this year. (laughs) She should have been on this year. They could have easily done it that way and done the five women like on each team. Yeah. uh, Wars game match. Uh, I'm with you, Katie. I had Mia Yim, Mi Chin versus EO Sky for the women's uh, WWE women's title. I felt for Mia because you could see that she was very emotional. She looked nervous. She like took a big, deep breath at the start of the match uh, before like Eo even came out. Uh, Love the gear, by the way. 
that's a different take on assless chaps. Uh, not sure what kind of chaps those chaps. would technically fall under in the chap tree, you know, category. The you chap know. tree, <laughs> stupid. All chaps are assless, Vince. This one was in crotchless though, so like, uh, so it, it was, it was, it was an interesting gear. I loved it. It was a solid fit. You know what? We're all. I'm, this is just gonna be a thing every time we have a guest now. Uh, Danny, question for you: Is the gore a spear? Gore, yeah. Thank Listen. you. Thank you. We've been fighting Vince. He yes. swears that the gore and the spear are different moves. All chaps are assless, and the gore is a spear. The gore is not a spear, and the not gore all is spear. Yeah, don't argue with our guest. We're gonna pull every wins. guest we have for 2024, <laughs> and I'm gonna take a tally of how fucking wrong you are by the I, end of the year. I mean, I'm currently re-watching wrestling I missed when I wasn't watching, so I'm like currently at the, towards the end of 2003. So Rhino's really big mm -hmm. right now, and you know, it, it's a spear. I mean, it's better than Goldberg's, but it's a spear. <laughs> <laughs> I heard yeah. it, I heard in an interview where where he hits it, he wins. It's technically a gore. I uh, told you that exactly. <laughs> he I said, heard it in the I interview that. that you heard. Heard it from the grapevine. I heard it from a guy that knows a guy that listened to a podcast. Vince Bitter Swallow. We're gonna do one more round and then we'll wrap it up. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I guess uh, I'll talk about the the biggest load. I'm talking about me thirsting over men. Uh, we start off SmackDown with the best possible way to start off SmackDown because you get uh, three fantastic, beautiful, gorgeous-looking Mexican men. Yeah, Santos Escobar, Angel Garza, Humberto Carrillo. They all came out. Then you get other attractive Latinos and one Filipino and, and LWO evening out the odds. You got a fantastic match between Santos and Kevin Owens. I, like I said, I put commentary on mute, so I didn't have to listen to Logan Paul. I ignored him there. Fantastic. Santos almost lost that shit in like 20 seconds, which I thought was funny to me. But a uh, fantastic match to open SmackDown. Uh, Logan Paul got knocked the fuck, the fuck out by KO. So this is good. We're going to get Kevin Owens versus Logan Paul at the Rumble. So hopefully Kevin Owens gets that U.S. title. And, you know, as we recall back in the day, Kevin Owens is the face of America. So give him the United States Championship. As a Canadian. You know, that makes all the sense in the world, in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, more LWO versus Legato World Order things happening, you know. It's like my favorite uh, Mexican soap opera. My telenovelas are right there in wrestling form. I'm all for it. I love Lucha Underground. Give me more of this. Loved all of it. Yeah. All right. Danny, spit or swallow. Oh, my God. I had it in my head, and I just lost it. Um, yeah, no, I forget now completely. Oh, your audio cut out. No. Or no, see, my headphones die. My headphones died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was I even thinking? Yeah. I don't even uh, know. It doesn't matter. No. Okay. It's it's <laughs> all right. It's it's because we were talking about attractive, fine-looking men. Like between Garza, Santos, and Umberto, that might be the most attractive faction in all of wrestling, in my humble opinion, honestly. 
I did write down who was it. It was Joaquin Wilde. He did that like, like I don't even know what to call it. Leap off the second row, yes. halfway off to the entrance mm-hmm. play. It's yeah. like, that's insane. That wild. That's like no spot of the year already. Like, yeah, I don't even know what you call it because he just like put like put his arms behind him, and just launch himself. He just yeeted into the, <laughs> he just yeeted into frame. Yeah. Uh between yeah, that and Ricochet, the first time he did like that like court screw 360 uh flip to the outside versus Velveteen Dream. That was like one of the most impressive feats that I've ever seen. Are you back? I'm back. I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> I must go. My planet needs me. Dive. <laughs> That's literally what it was. It like. Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Good shit. Good shit. You know. Oh, I know. Well, I remember what my swallow was gonna be. Um, Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker, two of my favorites, teaming together for the Dusty oh. Classic and other teams. It, it it's reminiscent to like early two thousands WWE, where you have like the dynamics in the backstage, where you know you have like Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar and stuff like that, or Kurt Angle and anyone really. It just makes me think of like the funny backstage segments they're gonna have, like the love hate tag team kind of thing. I love. Which Corbin has already done in a Dusty Classic, actually. He did it with Rhino, ironically enough, and I want to say, like, the first one. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the one that Joe and Finn won. Finn and won. I, yeah, Joe and Finn won at the end. That That's my goal for 2024, is to get an interview with either Baron Corbin or Rhino and ask him if the gore is a spear, and then just we'll get <laughs> concrete evidence from uh, that. Why are you asking Baron Corbin? <laughs> Because he tag team with Rhino, so he would know. He doesn't know his spear. Plus, also, if I get an interview with Baron Corbin, then maybe he can tell me how to like cook a steak, or maybe he'll offer to cook a steak for me, and then you know, Gents, and have I'm a bonding honest, moment. None of us are getting interviews with WWE superstars here. What's also like, oh, I hope I can get an interview with a WWE superstar so he could teach me how to cook and give me answers about other wrestlers. Like, <laughs> that's really good. Listen. Nap. Interview. You, you gotta <laughs> shoot for the uh, for the stars. Shoot for the stars. No, Reach for, for the, the sky. Re- you land. You shoot for the moon. You land amongst the stars. Is the saying. There you go. Um, and that's what I'm trying to interview some stars. <laughs> I had it as a spit. Uh, I, I really loved Baron Corbin when he first came in. I was hoping for more in NXT with him, like burning all of his past gimmicks and starting fresh and it's just been loss after loss after loss i understand why i they do a thing with the dusty where a lot of the times it's these odd pairings who win so that'll be great for braun and baron because more than likely that's going to be a top contender if not the team that does win Mm -hmm. i'd like to see actual tag teams win the dusty cup chase you She's well, no, you wanted to go with your initials. Well, that was before I remembered that they replaced Andre with Riley because Andre's got a gambling problem. And <laughs> listen, we like mom. it's been confirmed that Andre Chase can't multitask, so that's why he can't be in the Dusty Cup and try to fix their financial woes. Um, before we got on Baron, what was the thing that I missed when my headphones cut out? What were you guys talking about? 
Oh, there's uh, we were talking about uh, walking Let- wild, eating himself off the middle <laughs> okay. rope. Okay. Um, my my last swallow uh, is going to be all of the other women's stuff that happened on NXT. So we got Lyra Valkyria, who I love, defeating yeah. Blair Davenport. We had the brawl after the fact. You had uh, Tatum Paxley out there and whatever weird, creepy thing she's doing, which, again, I told I, – I even told Kate I tweeted about this. I was like, Tatum has confirmed that I have a kink for crazy, and I'd say don't tell my wife, but my wife knows better than anyone. And it took her a second <laughs> to catch on to what I was saying. Uh, but she did. Um, Fakita was out there. Lola Vice, uh, good shit. We had Roxanne Perez versus Ariana Grace, and we saw a little edge to Roxanne. Saw a little crazy there. Oh yeah, which was great. She had to be pulled off, and then the ref reversed the decision because she was continuing to attack her after the match, not responding. No, I'm spitting and- that because how the fuck are you gonna reverse the decision? The match is over. The match referee's discretion. We've seen it. it, It's not the first time. It's happened many times. Ah, no, that's the first time I can recall. But you know, what was it? Like WrestleMania two, and Tito Santana came back from the back and came out to the ring and told the ref, "No, they were cheating." And he's like, "Oh, he's right. We got to restart the match." But I feel like that could be okay. That's a fair point. Fair point there. Vince is a little young, so how about this? How about that time that Chris Jericho won the championship and Triple H threatened Earl Hebner and made him reverse the decision and give him his belt back? Mm. <laughs> ah, I remember that. Yeah, there okay, you go. Okay, all right. It's all right. So yeah, there you go. I'm 31, so like I don't I don't go that far back. There's always like a random like SmackDown or Raw or whatever where it was like senior referee so and so has made this a match, and you're like, when did the senior referee get the ability to make matches? And it's just like mm-hmm. once a month, but they always say it sometimes. So you're like, who knows? Yep. Just and like on that reference. point is the next part of my swallow. We finally got an answer kind of to how and why Ava rain is booking things in NXT. And it's all because of Paul Heyman putting the idea in her ear that HBK might need some help. So she went and talked to HBK and is basically his right hand woman, second in command, assisting HBK in the booking stuff as kind of like an on-screen One GM. One could say she's him. the assistant to the regional manager. Sure. Um, and she announced that the Dusty Classic begins next week, which we talked about with mm-hmm. Baron and Braun. And then last but not least, uh, Gigi Dolan, who I love so much, uh, and Cora arguing about a locker, which, okay, but we're getting Gigi Dolan versus Cora, and that's all I need. So, like... I need them to team again. That's that's where I need them to come. I need team for, like, a week. Respect. Say what? It's not about a locker. It's about respect. That's yes, it is, but also about a locker. <laughs> it's about Cora's disrespect for the locker. Fair, fair, fair. 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 Uh, so basically, everything women on NXT because they are my favorite thing of NXT and they're really mm-hmm. killing it. All the fun shit happened, and it NXT showcases women better than any other major promotion in wrestling on prime time. So, there's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Katie, spit or swallow. Oh, my last one. Um. Um. Uh. Okay, I'm gonna swallow British Strong style reuniting 
it, big it, shrunk style it, boys uh, it's it's not big shrunk boy tyler it's still tantric tyler for now might change uh and butch taking on yes boy um which I, i'm just happy tyler bates up on the roster now butch was butch needed some friends because rich holland went to nxt and then her mm-hmm. dragon off and that became a thing and Sheamus is still out. We gotta put that man's face on the milk carton. Sheamus is probably coming back at the Rumble. They, they get it. I hope so. I hope so. Greatest mass wrestler of all time, by the way. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, but I've I've loved I loved British Strong Style in NXT and NXT UK from the little bits that I saw in there. Obviously, they don't have Trend Seven, but that's okay. We just need Big Strong Boy and Butch. That's that's all I need. And I love Pretty Deadly too. So it was a hell of a tag. A hell of a tag match. It didn't Trent Seven sign with TNA? Yes. Yes. Yes, he did. yes boy. For Benendor, for Benendor, it's all happening. It's all connecting. I was say we won't get Mustache Martin back because as much as I love Butch, I don't think he can grow. He grows facial hair like he's, Vince does. He's got the long hair. Hey. <laughs> I resent. It's the... not thick and luscious, but it's there. It's factual, but still, you resemble that remark. I resent it. And resemble. Oh my god. Uh do Mitch I still get... Okay, this is my last one, right? Yeah. Uh all right. Um I'm gonna gargle because of the way the show ended, but I'm gonna gargle Roman Reigns blue balling us from a finish slash climax to the main events of SmackDown. Because as much as I love Roman Reigns, I hate not getting a clean finish. Or getting the climax resolution to whatever it is that we're doing. And we had a fantastic triple threat match. Um, a lot of close near falls towards the end there. I really thought Randy was going to get the win at the end. And then LA Knight pulls his, pulls his leg, pulls the refs, I, I believe. Pulls him out of yep. the ring. Fan-fucking-tastic. It was great shit. Uh, the, the backdrops onto the table spots. All really, really good shit. But... Uh, no seriousness, though. It is more of a swallow because it was a fantastic main event. And the entire time, Nick Aldis was not pressed. He let Roman do what the fuck he was going to do. And I love that Nick Aldis is not letting uh, Roman Reigns just run all over him like Adam Pierce did. And shout out to Adam Pierce. I love Adam Pierce, but he did let Roman Reigns walk all over him. Nick Aldis literally just casually went up to Paul Heyman. He's like, uh, yeah. You're going to go ahead and uh, tell your clients uh, that uh, he's going to now have a Fatal 4-Way match at the Royal Rumble with all three of those competitors. So have fun explaining that. And they did like the whole like backstage segment on WWE.com or whatever, where they actually did that whole interaction at Gorilla. So fantastic triple threat match. Uh, despite, you know, Roman Reigns blue-balling us, everything's a swallow. I, I prefer a messy finish, especially on a face, uh, <laughs> in more ways than one. However, uh, no, I agree. It, Nick Aldis making it a fatal four-way, bloodline showing up, wrecking all the guys. After Paul Heyman did his thing where he said, the Rock is not even invited to dinner. He can't sit at the head of the table. That's true. Now Roman was going to smash all three guys, or any of the three guys who ever won, and then went out to make sure nobody won, and now he's got to smash all three of them. The whole setup with Paul doing his thing and then the look on Paul's face when all this is like, all right, well, fuck you. It's a fatal four-way now. Tell Roman that. And just walked away. Loved it. Good shit. 
and I'm so glad I didn't get spoiled about that too, because I'm because the last couple times, like I'll go on Twitter and I'll be like, "Oh, spoilers! This is what's gonna happen on this for this thing." Like it got the AJ's return got spoiled for me, so I'm like, I'm staying off of Twitter for SmackDown from here on out. I don't know what it is with SmackDown that I always get spoiled somehow, uh, but it was good shit. I didn't I didn't knew the AOP was returning. I didn't knew that the Fatal Four Way match was gonna happen. I like it because. I think at Chamber it's gonna be. I think they're trying to like milk this Roman Randy match, or just kind of give them an option in case they can't do Rock versus Roman. I either the Chamber or Mania, so they kind of like doing some stop gaps for Roman, and this is the best way to do it. Randy doesn't have to take a pin in the Fatal Four Way match. It could be either AJ or LA Knight, and then that can set up a match between LA Knight and AJ at Chamber. So all good shit. All right. Danny, you have the honor of closing us out. You got one last bit of swallow? No. I'm going to have anything else. I don't think I'm tired. (laughs) Well, if that is the case, uh, I'll let you kick us off. What was your favorite show you watched this week? Me? Yes. Oh, uh, the Nick Gage Invitational at GCW Live. <laughs> it was awesome and amazing, and I loved it. And I love that they incorporated stories and then Miyuto Extreme 01. It was so good. I had a great time. There you go. Katie, your favorite show? Uh, I think I'm going to have to go SmackDown. Vince? Yeah, I got SmackDown too, like I said during the show. Aside from Logan Paul, that was the only negative thing I could even say about SmackDown. So, yeah, SmackDown's my favorite. I'm going to go NXT just because it gave me the most women for my mm-hmm. uh, women for my dollar, and that's generally how I how I go about what I enjoy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bang for my buck, women for my dollar. Um, <laughs> kind of. Not really. Um, <laughs> title. Anything stick out? Uh... No, I don't have oh, anything specifically. We can we can talk about it after we end the show. It's a kind of like messy finish. And if you can get on the face or on a face in there as well, if it'll fit, I do enjoy that for a title. Messy finish on the face. On a face. On a face. On, on a face. Got it. On a face. Yes. All right. Danny, thank you for joining us. You were fantastic. And thank I really appreciate you coming me. through. Absolutely. Please tell everyone where they can check out all your content, find you, and hopefully nicely interact with you about wrestling and whatever else. Oh, all my links are on just dannyleexoxo.com. I do have separate things for like my social media um, exclusive content and then also just like my wrestling pages as well. If you just want to follow my wrestling pages, uh, you guys can check her out on TikTok. She does fun shit there dresses up like dx all sorts of fun <laughs> shit go check that out and look out for wagon wednesdays because it is yes. part of wednesdays uh katie plug yourself please yeah you can follow me on twitter katerasson13 link dream about to get all things she showcase twitch.tv slash she showcase and youtube.com slash she showcase typically thursday 6 p.m eastern ish um, we also have the Patreon, patreon.com slash showcase. We'll be coming back this month. Uh, you get exclusive non-wrestling podcasts over there. Uh, and inside the mind of is coming back on Monday. And hey. well, I'm filming it on Monday night, so I'll probably upload it Tuesday. 
but finally getting back into that, so it feels good to get back into that one step closer to getting to Mania. Fingers crossed. Look at that, Vince. You fixed your camera just in time for you to plug yourself. I did nothing. I just unfroze. Uh, I, <laughs> I could fully hear everyone, too, so I was just going to, like, like kind of do, like, a, what, what's it called? Like, with the puppet? Uh, Ventriloquism? Yeah, yeah, I was going to do that. Um, throw my voice and whatnot. But uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Vince. The link to my bio takes you to everything. Smacking the Raw, Get Your Podcast. Get Your Podcast will be returning next week. So t- stay tuned for that next weekend. Uh, also, I talked some Bulls basketball. I dropped like a, what, a random episode. So, uh, so go ahead and hit up my link tree. Talk Bulls basketball. It was a fun time. And as always, you guys can follow me on X at Matt Rivers at M-A-T-T-R-E-D-D-R for your wrestling content at Getting Off for your horror content and everywhere else, TikTok, Instagram, Threads, Blue Sky at Smackin' It Raw. And please go check out our friends. TC was in the chat, Young Kings Wrestling, fantastic wrestling podcast, Botch Spots and Chair Shots, Will and Allison are always here supporting us and they're fantastic. Brocast, same thing. Love those guys. Go check out them. Get your podcast, Marks with Mike's. Vince is kind of cheated on me with the Get Show podcast, so that's also his thing. But uh, Jess is cheating on him with Marks with Mike, so like it works out. Uh, pretty Kyle, Pretty Kyle was in the chat. Apron bump. Katie had an episode with him last month. Uh, yeah, <laughs> trying to compete with me for Grand Slam Apron Bump Champion. So Same. you're not gonna. That'll be I me. will. <clears throat> and of course, Wednesday Night Wallop, which uh, one of their last episodes was Russell Quizdom with the three of us, and I am your Russell Quizdom two-time champion. Just uh-huh. I didn't for sorry, Miss Katie Kinsey baby, <laughs> the Port of <laughs> Poppy, SES Vince, and Danny Lee. I am the patron state of podcast and the Warden Matter, and this has been the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub.